Howdy, howdy, howdy. Howdy. Now this is a thing. Apparently. You remember how to do this thing? Not Skype. I haven't Skyped in forever. Really? Really. How do you do all your things then? Uh, Google Hangouts. Oh, piff. We're going retro. Going old school. Obviously. All right, so am I recording my end? No, no, it's uh, it's recording fine on both our ends. Okay, good. So Wait, how is how are you? How am I recording on my end? Are you recording from? You're recording both ends. Yes. Oh, you can uh, record both ends too if you want to. I and then meet in the. Well, you know, if you if you record at both ends, eventually you'll burn out in the middle. That's the problem. Or we can just wind up with four ends. Or if we wind up with four ends, <sighs> we're return to the king. Is that some strange rating system in a country that I'm not aware of? Yeah, you know, they do all that stuff weird down in New Zealand. Oh, that's true. You know what? I was terribly afraid we wouldn't be able to get back into the swing of things. A swing which I largely have forgotten. We had a swing? That sounds fun. Uh, I miss swings. Was, was it a tire swing? No. Tire swings are awful, dirty, disease-infested, and, and water-filled messes. Okay, I'm I'm fine with all that, but disease-infested... Standing water breeds mosquitoes. And God what knows of, what else gets in there. What kind of tire were you trying to swing on? Well, it depends on... Oh, you, you, well, either way, it still collects water inside it, even if it's vertical or horizontal. Yeah, but then you can just punch holes in the bottom of it, and then the water won't stick around. You're just See, blowing just, my mind. You just I know, fixed I just, tire swings for me. I just I just fixed your childhood. Is this so your much, TED talk? So much. Oh, it's gonna be so so much of what what we've seen of you over the years has been a result of the unhappiness of your childhood in not being able to to do a tire swing or or worse, uh, catching something off a tire swing that could have been avoided. So many and, childhood diseases. So, and listeners out there, if you want to make sure that young people like Ken can get a decent tire swing, then you should give to the Tire Swing Foundation. Tires for tots. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Tires for tots sounds like you're going to run over a bunch of children. Bad kids. Merry Christmas! <laughs> that sounds like Christmas to me. Oh. That's that's what that's what the spirit of Christmas is all about. I could think child no, roadkill. No better transition than the transition we've just made. <laughs> to to uh, we really to, do bring the magic to morbid, uh, morbid, fantastical child killing. Oh come on! Christmas is built much much like the uh, the homes Krampus. in the suburban division of. Uh, poltergeist <laughs> on the bodies of of many many orphan children That's run down stupid. in their la really not terribly prime T tires for orphan tots <laughs> rubbers for roadkill <laughs> i think it's a little late at that point wait a minute wait a minute wow wait Who's fucking roadkill that the roadkill needs a needs a rubber? Merry Christmas! <laughs> I love this holiday. 
Oh, wait till, wait till 2017. The special event will be for Arbor Day. It'll be great. Ah, oh, you know, I, I really thought we would have to remind ourselves. What are we doing, by the way? Should we actually fully introduce this? Oh, sure. This, this, welcome to the Nuts on the Road Christmas special. Nuts on the Road. Ding, ding, merrily on high. Hi, we're really fucking high. I'm not. Naturally. I'm not. I'm high on life. I actually I actually have a gland that, that pumps out my own particular brand of hallucinogenic. Where, where is this gland located? Uh, behind my left ear. Is is this the, your, your lysergic gland? The lysergic gland? Yes, and I have to handle it with lysergical gloves. Oh, is that how you milk it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's been a bad day. Time for the colors. Mil- the spice must flow. I'm going to taste colors tonight. <laughs> I'm going to snort some numbers. <laughs> I'm reading sound. <laughs> is that how it works? Uh, I don't know. I've, I've never. I say, listen, I don't want to spoil anything for you. But the twist at the end is shit. Oh, Shyamalan. <laughs> Shyamalan. What is he doing now? He's doing TV. It's, it's, Isn't he Wayward someone, Pines? Isn't that his? It, no. People have said good things about Wayward Pines. That can't be him. I, I know. It's weird. But life is cyclical that way. Or or wait. Or is he executive producing where they basically just someone just else is doing a, the smart work? Yes, he's basically, he's basically just, he just has a desk somewhere, somewhere. A little pen that they keep him in. Yeah. We're, well, take, I, we're I was, taking your name. We don't need anything else. Well, I think they did tag him, right? The last time they caught him and brought him in, they tagged him. Oh, it is I, Wayward Pines. I've seen him walking around, you know, with that orange tag on his ear so they can track him in the wild. It's important. You got to. You got to keep tabs on these people. But the twist is, Bowles, he's same always way. been domesticated. That would be a twist. <laughs> Can we cage match the two of them? What, Yui Bowl and M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong? Yeah. I'd, I'd pay to see it. Am I here? Am I not here? Am I... Ow! <laughs> yes. <laughs> That, that, honestly, I think, wasn't that, wasn't that the entire plot of his film that had the five people in the elevator with Satan? Did he do that one? Yeah. No, he didn't. What was it, just Devil? Wasn't that just called Devil? Yeah, it was the old woman, right? Ah, spoilers. Oh, it's always the old woman. It is. It is always the old woman. Yep. Shoe or not, guilty as hell. Franny Goodness. Oh, voiced by Ed Asner. I know. <laughs> In the greatest bit of casting ever. That makes me so happy. <laughs> I can't even I can't even I can't even put into words why that makes me happy or how it does. It just does. It just brings me joy. Uh I I now imagine Ed Asner doing a a one man show 
as oh. Jonathan Winters, as Jonathan Winters' uh, granny character. Oh my god. Have I gone too deep? Oh no, that's good. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. You got spunk, kid. <laughs> I really I really want to see that now. <laughs> He's still with us. I know. Never and then, and then then we could have then we could have a tribute act of someone playing Ed Asner playing Jonathan Winters playing the Jonathan Winters granny character. We can't now. We lost Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> He's the only one who could have done it justice. And then above him, Peter Boyle. Mm, yes. Yes, well, someone has to rise to the occasion. We call the show Nesting Awesome. <laughs> or that's, now just Breaking Sad. That's That's the show you're pitching. <laughs> everywhere right yeah nesting awesome oh we are now yeah absolutely the nuts on the road really is did we actually say the title of the show does it still have a title do we lose the title after so long of it being dormant no 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 the 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 nuts stay on the road that's how it works did you listen back to any of them do they still exist are they listenable as far as i know is there still a site where people can go to hit these things? As far as I know. I don't know if we exist in the void right now. That actually sounds pretty cool. <laughs> Nomadic podcast. Where are they? We don't know. Where are they broadcasting from? We don't know. Schrodinger's they're, cast. They're recording a Christmas special in July. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> no, we're not. Don't ruin the magic. Oh, sorry. Sorry. They don't know this. Sorry. Uh. I forgot. That's it. Now we can't get, we're going to jump right no, to the big finale number. No wait, we, no, wait, we can fix it in post. It'll be fine. No, we, there's no editing or post on this. They don't know that either. Oh, you ruined it. Uh, hi, welcome. <laughs> I think I saved that. Welcome to Nesting Awesome. <laughs> Another episode of Nuts on the Road. Do you know what episode number this is? Well, see, what people don't realize... <laughs> Including us? No, no, we know this. You you know what I'm talking about. We weren't... Okay, you catch know, me up on what I know. Oh, yeah. We've been doing episodes this whole time. It's just that uh, that they've been going out to a select few. We've been doing them for the Illuminati, is what it is. So this really is episode, like, one fifth, you know, 115. If you've attained a high enough level of enlightenment... Yes. You are able to like, access the episodes that you probably right now believe were never recorded and don't exist. We fooled you all. How wrong you are, you close-minded fools. Did we keep them as listeners? I don't know. We might have lost them with that. <laughs> then they truly are close-minded fools. Yeah, that's right. You should be able to accept uh, open criticism. Uh, or even an unopened criticism where, where the, the pop top on Save the top of the Christmas. thing hasn't popped up yet. Save the criticism till Christmas. That's right. That's, hey, that's the time for cr- criticism, right? That, that's the Thanksgiving, Christmas time. That's, that's when you get together with family and everything goes to shit. I mean, that's really what, it's not about plowing down kids with a car. That was just a joke. I mean, that, that's obviously very yeah. serious yeah. when that's done. 
because there's points involved. Yeah. And potential damage to the vehicle. But that's a spark plug issue, right? Exactly. I I know my cars. I listen to Click and Clack. (laughs) I watched the original Cars movie. I think one of them's still with us. What? One of the original Cars movies? (laughs) One of the Car Talk guys. Oh. Did we we lose Click? Did we lose Clack? I don't know. This this sounds like some weird Dr. Seuss book that we've fallen into. Honey. Have we lost Click or Clack? Honey, are you knocking? Well, you keep a knocking, but you can't come in. <laughs> and with that, his muffler was silenced. <laughs> I ain't fallen for no little Richard in the tailpipe. <laughs> I'm sorry, was that too was that too deep? Was that too weird? No, no, that was just weird enough. I think okay, good. I, good. This, this is really just our way of ramping up to whatever we used to have. <laughs> well, it's it's all still there. Somewhere. Which is the story of our one-man uh, two-hander. That sounds rude. <laughs> <laughs> Only when you take it on the road. <laughs> and bow down kids with it. <laughs> oh. We're never going to make Broadway with this. No, we're not. We're, we're never going to make uh, New Haven. It's going to be bad. Oh, stuck in San Diego. Again. That was a Dylan song, wasn't it? <laughs> stuck Adam's inside of San tryout, Diego. Stuck in San Diego again. Stuck in San Diego with the uh, uh, Des Moines Blues again, I think was what it was called. Number 53. Yes. No, number. <laughs> number fifth. Number. Number lowercase cursive I for an imaginary number and number 53. At which point somebody cries out, Judith! Which it's Tony Danza looking for Judith Light. <laughs> I think that should I think that should happen randomly just from now on. Angela. Know, Angela. I've been working on my Tony know, Danza impression, which is just saying the word Angela, which is based on seeing the name of a Pokemon, which I believe is called Tangela or Tangela. But now I only say it in Tony Dan's voice as Tangela. Yeah. It sounds a lot like Angela, which means Neil Gaiman is going to sue you. Tangela. Try it. Can you do it, Tony Danza? I can Tangela. Barely, I, I've noticed it's, it's at the end. It, it, it's sort of simple. Yeah. I'm, you know, sort of the, 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 the delivery behind it. And I, I bet it's, I bet it's deceptively mind. simple. I think at the end. You kind of yeah. go in a, uh, like a caveman, <laughs> Tangela. I, uh, I do that anyway. So, Tangela? I, well, that was, now you're getting into a Muppet monster voice. <laughs> Tangela? There's no, no more strength. <laughs> Tangela? Uh, Tangela. Uh. You know, tool time. Tool time. Uh, tool, there you go. Tool time. That's what I want is I want uh, the band Tool to team up with the Henson Creature Workshop for a music video. And Tim Allen. Oh, and Tim Allen, of course. Essaying the role of Chevy Chase in the You Can Call Me Al video. <laughs> that would be great. 
Well, where where all of these crazy stop motion uh, monsters are just kind of going back and forth behind him. No, a stop motion Tony Danza. Tangela, okay, that is horrific. Tangela, Tangela. That's very horrific. <laughs> Perfect tool video, I say. I. It makes the video for prison sex look like nothing. Uh, and he's pop locking. Tangela, Tangela, uh, uh, Tangela. I can't get that out of my head now. <laughs> I, you know what? My memory of a nuts on the road episode is that there has to be at least one thing irrevocably instilled into your mind to your dying that, day for it to that be a requires, proper episode. That requires the an appropriate amount of brain bleach. Yes. Yes, well. And that appropriate amount is not attainable. <laughs> that's my memory. The fragment that's left. Well, let me tell you about we did. I would tell you about my memory. But I had it removed using electroconvulsive therapy. Can you go get the box? No. No. That was part of the deal that I got is they got to keep the box. I don't know what they're going to do with the box. They might just recycle the box. No. They might put Gwyneth Paltrow's head in the box. I don't know. Look in the box. Ask Pinhead. <laughs> He's got all their nuts in the road memories. <laughs> that would explain a lot. <laughs> Angela? We'd be like uh, a Tony Danza Cenobite. That's what you need. Which is just Tony Danza. <laughs> They always call me Tony. It's all I what's can remember. What's your pleasure, sir? Huh? Who's the boss? We have an eternity to know your flesh. What was the name of his daughter on the show? Uh, Melissa Milano's character. Oh shit! I don't know. It was a it was a male name. Um, uh, you know, a, a uh, male or female name, right? Vladimir. Vladimir. <laughs> Have you seen Tangela? I'm really working on this now. I want to take this on the road. It's, it's already on the road. Ken Plume is Tony Danza in Tangela. And this this is a Pokemon. Yeah. Why would I make that up? Why would I create I, this entire well, scenario whereby there's a monster called Tangela that made me think of Tony Danza, so I worked on something I've never done before, a Tony Danza voice. Because you're Ken Plume, and that's what you do. Fair enough. (laughs) I've met you. (laughs) Are you telling me you've looked into the void? (laughs) Yes, yes, I have. And you know what I saw? Hello. Tangela. Tangela? Oh, I hope that never leaves you. It's not going to. I hope you're walking to your car in a dark night and go, Tangela? And then it answers me from the shadows. And you're like, uh, is he confused? Is he thinking he's on taxi? Oh, can we do a Back to the Future 2 and just send him back through all of his roles? Tony, 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 Tony. He's going backwards. Is that kind of Benjamin, Benjamin Buttonish? Tony, which Tony are you? Tony. The League of Mag- the League of Extraordinary Tony, Tony Danzas. <laughs> Hello. Tangela. <laughs> and it turns out Tangela is the, uh, the the role that he played in drag 
And that's the female character in League of Extraordinary, Tony Danza's. Boop, boop, shaboop. T-O-N-I Danza. Uh, now I just see Tony Danza in Hedwig. Wow. Put on my makeup. <laughs> Wig in a box. I'm the Berlin Wall. Is You're never you? going to tear me down. Is that you, Tangela? What's in the box? Tony Danza in Seven, the musical. <laughs> Again. Come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nothing says Christmas like Tony Danza. <laughs> and Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box. I, I, what, what, do you, what, what festive thing have you brought? What topic have you brought to this, this, this festive holiday episode? Well, see. Because I've derailed so many aspects of this already. But again, that's what you do. Yeah. That's, 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 that's all I, coming your business back to card, me now, like a Jim Steinman song. Your, <laughs> your business card says, Ken Plume, I derail shit. That's all it says. Also, like a Jim Steinman song, this will be hours before it's done. Because <laughs> tonight is what it means to be young. Right? That's the Streets uh, of Fire song, right? Streets of Fire. Great soundtrack. 80s-tastic. Will- and if Willem- it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have Howard the Duck. Willem Dafoe. Wait a minute. How is that responsible for Howard the Duck? Which, by the way, I still like Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Are you telling me that that was the song quack, they didn't quack, use in Streets quack, of Fire? Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> yes, that was a rejected oh, song. That would have been amazing. That was Rick Moranis' song. <laughs> From Streets of Fire. But, but see, Streets of Fire. Streets of Fire. Uh. Streets of Fire, Willem Dafoe and Michael Pere fighting with sledgehammers. You can't go wrong. I know. Well, would you choose that Michael Pere movie or Philadelphia Experiment? Oh, well, it depends on what you're going for, though. Uh, I'm going for... People melted into uh, the plating of ships. Then Streets of Fire all the way. Okay. I agree. If, o- if only Philadelphia Experiment had had such uh, happening songs. Did you know, did you know that as a child, mm. my Universal Studios tram tour went through the Streets of Fire set as it was being filmed? I did not know that. But... I know that you're in the DVD extras in the background. Coming soon from Universal. You're riding on the streets of Streets of Fire. It's a great movie. Because the entire, well, nearly the entire movie, except for the end, uh, maybe the beginning, it takes place at night. Right. So it was all shot the entire street. Everything was shot indoors because it was a complete night set so they could shoot during the day all right. the night shoot. It makes total sense. Trivia. That's pretty cool. That was a great set. My trivia button. It's a fun movie. It is. It is a fun. And the, again, the Jim Steinman music. So, so here's a question. Now that they are making a film out of Time After Time, the 1979 Malcolm McDowell, David oh, Warner, not the Cindy Lauper movie. I mean, a song. They're making a song out of the I mean, a movie out of the Cindy Lauper song. Uh, no, that's gonna be True Colors. That's the one where she was holding the little RCA dog, right? I think so. No, that was time, no. 
Wait, Wait, which one was that? I don't remember. Maybe it's time after time. I don't remember. Lost, and you will find me. I'm just thinking, how long before Streets of Fire becomes a television series? Shh, quiet. Dude, it's it's going to happen anyway. You know it's going to happen. Yeah, but who, we can't we can't avoid it. But who's the Rick Moranis of today? Who is the Rick Moranis of today? You should call Rick Moranis and ask him. No. <laughs> Life is too short. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, who, who is the Rick Moranis of today? When they finally getting when they finally get around to remaking Strange Brew, who are they going to cast? Oh, let's not. Let's just leave that. It's going to happen. Strange brew. I'm just trying to prepare folks for what's going to happen. Strange brew, the duck. Oh, that's that's just weird now. Although, although, I would buy the hell out of a comic book that was a team up between Bob and Doug McKenzie and Howard the Duck. Glug, 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 glug. I really would. And now you would Leia Thompson. Another oh. great Leia Thompson film. Oh. I was a big fan. Big fan. Weren't we all? Aren't we still? Well, yeah. But, I don't know. That, yes. Okay. That was well, uh, wow. I think we just went through the entirety of a flashback to Witch Awakening. <laughs> Witch Awakening oh. this morning. Wow. Hey. Oh my God, where am I? <laughs> How long has it been? I'm w- woken up in the trunk of my car again. I thought I could get out. What? I've been out for five years, and yet we're still doing this podcast? I think I'm out. They pull me back in with Tangela. Tangela? I am not going to give up that impression. It's one I've, of the, already, it's one of the I've already resigned myself to that. I'm, I'm I want to bring you along with me. I'm already there. I am so there. You do your your Judith Light, then. You do, I'm the boss. I, I don't do a Judith Light. Just go, I'm the even, boss. I don't even do a Dr. Light. I'm the boss. I bet you do. <laughs> what, just, I'm the boss. I'm the boss. Okay, ready? Ready? Tangela. I'm the boss. Done. Every Who's the Boss episode. <laughs> We're ready to take that to the stage. God, I really want to know what her character's name was. Alyssa Milano's. Oh, uh, if only if there only were there a place was a we way. could look this up. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Jinx. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, if only there was a place. You owe me a, a Coke. special, special place. Uh, who's the no. boss? My God, we're, we're not even 30 minutes in and we're already Googling stuff. This is not good. Well, we didn't have the ability to do that in the past. <laughs> That's right. When did we do while. this last? 87? Yeah, 87. I'm really curious now. How many episodes did we do? Now let's just flash back to whatever the hell that was. Do you know? No. Because we, start, we started fucking with the number. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Because we got bored about episode three with having regular numbers. You made it to three? Oh, oh, you talk about oh, the number. Yeah, we got bored yeah. with the number. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, what's Who wait, needs numbers? Oh, Samantha. Samantha? Uh, that was his daughter's name. Samantha. Tangela? Huh? Uh? Merry Christmas! Mitocardial infarction. Uh? Is, is that what the name of one of Samantha's favorite bands? It was the 80s. That's why I'm asking. I don't understand what you see in them, Samantha. It's all noise. They do Norwegian black metal covers of of uh, heart songs. I, I don't I don't get it. Isn't that right, Tangela? I'm the boss. Done. And that's the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Ten, ten seasons of that. Feliz Navidad. Oh, other other country languages for the holidays. Uh, happy Krampus. Noba Noel. What is that? Not a clue. So you just made that up? Yep. Oh, okay. We can do that. Well, that's true. You try it. What? Just make up a language. Yeah, and wish me a uh, happy holidays. Ah. Fun Vlerinen. Davum? Yeah, see? That's easy. I can't believe people get paid to do this. They get paid? Yeah. We're not getting paid? No. Why are we doing this? I don't know. Oh. oh conditions of our parole. <laughs> yeah. You were paroled? Yeah, weren't you? No. Are you sure? Shit. I'm sorry, dude. Oh. I've been up for six months. I gotta wear this funky uh leg bracelet, but that's it. I want a funky leg bracelet. I bet you do. Is it all, all, all the cool kids have one? Yeah, all the cool kids on the outside. Yeah. All I got's this shiv. And a Rita Hayworth poster. Yeah, and these pe- chess pieces that I've carved. <laughs> How much more can remember? Out of human bone. D'Angelo? Every episode we need a hook. I know. Well, since it's been so long since we've done one of these, uh, how how were the 90s? I hear they were great. Were they? I I I don't remember. The greatest decade, there were fashions. Uh, there was television. Movies were released. Uh, politicians came and went. Mostly came. There were events. Well, we'll address that later. Oh. Hmm? Tangela? Uh, Tony Danza was giving a show named Tony, I believe. Uh. That was all the 90s? Everyone were friends. Everyone? Uh, the fad of the decade was eating uh, tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Eating it or singing it? Why would they sing it? Oh. People Toss- did weird things. It was the 90s. Tossed salad and scrambled eggs doesn't sound inedible. It doesn't. 
I mean, I, I've certainly seen cut up hard boiled eggs in a salad before. What's the difference if they're scrambled? I don't know. I think you're onto something there. I think I am. By the way, yeah. speaking of things I was onto that I don't know if you ever tried, but now that they're more national, certainly yeah. I've seen them available outside of being isolated to the western half of the country like they once were when it was an infatuation of mine. Uh, are you about to talk about chocodiles? I am, because I'm curious if you ever tried putting the chocodile and letting it dissolve in your coffee like we talked about one time long, long ago. That was uh, that was the episode we recorded in 89. When right? they were all the thing. I know. I remember that fad. Uh, no, I never tried it. Are you going to try it now that I've reminded you of it? I guess so. Now that you've reminded me of it, I guess it's going to have to happen. Do you do weird things with your coffee? Absolutely. What's what's your what's your morning coffee? And by morning, I mean all the time. What's your go to coffee? But what you mean, like uh, type of preparation or yeah, the type, type of coffee of or uh, your average cup of coffee? <clears throat> okay. Generally, I will go for something like shock coffee or death wish coffee, which are highly caffeinated. Now, by highly, how is that judged? Is there like a Scoville scale? I wish there was. Have you not actually developed one yet? You've done plenty of testing in your life. I have done. built up a massive immunity. Yes, I have. It's true. It's very true. So the stuff you drink would probably kill a bull. Yes, I, I have the caffeine tolerance of hardwire uh, the, the entire country of Latvia. Um, La? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Fuldun. That's why they've never awakened. <laughs> Should have had Oliver Sacks. Um, the man stole all our wake. The man stole all the wake. That's a, or stole the Latvian accent, right? Oh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. I know culture. We're going to get letters. Uh, yes, actual physical letters. Yes, I know. <laughs> we they'll, have no internet. It'll take weeks to get here. Uh, I posted this to you last year. Hello, oh, future. it only arrived for the Arbor Day special next year. Trees. Please send all of your... Yeah, please send us stuff to celebrate Arbor Day on dead trees. To the National Arbor Day Foundation. Care of British Airways. P.O. Box Trees. <laughs> But then I grind the beans very fine. How do you grind them? Uh, I have a, I have a grinder. I have an electric grinder. An electric grinder. Yes. Did you test many of them to arrive at the one that, that suited your needs? Have you burned through? Have you become disgusted with certain brands of grinders? Uh, no, but just certain types. I like, uh, you don't like have a... it ground for you mechanically by a small Latvian woman? Well, I did, but, uh, your beans are done. But, God, you sound just like her. Oh my God, it was you! Oh yes. <laughs> Drink the coffee. Pull the string. Mulch the coffee. <laughs> Fuldoon. Highly uh, caffeinated. I stay here now. <laughs> uh, and that's the pilot episode for Nesting Awesome. So go on. So you grind your coffee. Yeah, I grind, grind the coffee very fine. Uh, about six cups worth. I mean, very fine. So do people, is there like a rough ground? Oh, yes. There, there's, you have, 
you have people who are experimenting with the type of grinding that fine versus rough versus the size and the temperature of the water and the various techniques and the heat at which the blades reach as you're grinding it. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're, They're maniacs. So I am not a complete maniac. I found something I like and I'm sticking to it. So I, I get water to about, I, I, I get water almost to a boil and I stick a thermometer in it so I can wait till it gets down to about 175 degrees. And then, uh, I've got my grounds in, uh, inverted AeroPress and pour the water into Say that it. Majestically. I have my grounds in an inverted AeroPress. And now say it bombastically. Ha! I have my grounds in an inverted AeroPress, peasant. Inverted AeroPress. Absolutely. Uh, tell me more of these grounds. <laughs> well, they go on for acres. Acres of grounds? Acres of grounds. Did you, you ground yourself? Land. Oh, yes, absolutely. How I have times a, have your I've... grounds sunk into the swamp? I have a Latvian woman come and fish them out. Hello. <laughs> Between that and Tony Danza, you have a you have an entire new show. Thank you. <laughs> I was waiting for the Latvian woman to say it too. How, how does how does she say thank you in Latvian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, kind of like in English. Me. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Uh, so very fine. So you you so you're very scientific. You're taking a, another whole tool. Yes. So you're not just oh the water is hot or the water is boiling or yeah. You're not no. letting a machine handle the temperature for you. No, no, it's it's hand it's why hand not? monogrammed and everything. Why not? Well, why not? Because I, you, do you fear the rise of the machines? Are you afraid absolutely. to give them that I mean, responsibility wait, and wait, hot wait. water? If we teach them how to make coffee, then, then they, they shall scold us. us. They've got us then, because if they cut off our coffee supply, we're totally fucked. Only it would be to coffee drinkers like you. But but that's going to affect everybody. Because it's the coffee drinkers that by osmosis give energy to the rest of you. It's like the speed force from the Flash. Except it's act- actual speed. Okay, I get your Flash point. nerds hi <laughs> oh god so, so comic, comic books make me feel ill don't they though yes oh so much awful so much sad yes uh but that's a whole other podcast join us on that one later uh so the coffee so you you've used your thermometer yes do you then pour the water on so you're using a press. How does a press work? Well, uh, French press. It's well, Gutenberg developed them back in the 16th century. No, different press. This is yeah, it's it's kind of like that, but totally different. In that, it's it's got a. Uh, it is your religion, by the way? I know it is. Um, at which I'm losing because that you is me in the said corner. Too much. Yeah, and that is me in the corner. Which really, if you think about it, cue spotlight. They were, they were referencing Blair Witch ahead of their time. Um, but you put a little filter in the cap of this thing 
And normally you fill it non-inverted, which means it's just it's sitting normally on um kind of like a kind of like a French press, just upright like that. And you let it steep for a while and then you plunge it down and you know the coffee comes out the bottom and you're left with the grounds inside the aeropress held in by the filter. This is where you have it kind of upside down to where the part that you pour the water in is on top. And you put the grounds in, you put the water in and stir it up a bit, then screw the cap on with a filter. I wait about two minutes. I use a timer and then you turn it over on top of the mug and plunge it so that the coffee comes out into the mug. And then you've basically got an espresso shot. And so you just add water to make it coffee. You do this for every cup of coffee that you make no, at no. home? Not everyone, but just most of them, because I've been kind of experimenting with temperature and... By most of them, rock. how many a day, on average, this way? Uh, At least one. At least one. Your morning, or your afternoon, yeah. or your evening pick-me-up? Uh, Usually morning, sometimes afternoon. Depends on when I regain consciousness. What's your guilty pleasure garbage coffee? Uh, I don't know. I'll drink anything. <laughs> Said the addict. <laughs> no, no, there's not. There's only coffee. Coffee is mostly just coffee. I have, when it comes to coffee, my palate is a lot like wine in that. You're dead you know, inside. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but even soulless, I can go, yep, that tastes like wine or yep, that tastes like coffee. Because so you're, you're not drinking it for the taste. You're drinking it for the high. I'm drinking it for the high. However, however, Blue Mountain Coffee, that is the good stuff. Because that has meth in it. Uh, I wish there used to be actually something called meth coffee, but they're gone now. They oh, were highly surprise, caffeinated. Surprise, surprise. Thanks, feds. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, but no, Blue Mountain Coffee, that's... Uh, is that your gold standard? Is that, oh, yeah. is that the, the Cuban cigar of coffee? Well, it's from Jamaica, but yes, it's, um, it's, it's pretty fantastic. It's, uh, I found it at a farmer's market once and they were selling it for like $14 a quarter pound. And I said, what is this bullshit? You're selling $14 a quarter pound. This is bullshit. So the they bullshit were getting, bun. yeah, they were, oh, I they, can't believe I just said, I'm sorry. I really know the I'm, Latvians are going to be all over us. Yeah. They, they were giving out samples. So I requested one. And it was the smoothest. It was ridiculous. Oh, it was so good. Get you. I know. And it's it's the it's the really expensive shit. It is really expensive. So, so how much of it do you have? Uh, not much. I mean, when I get it in, I drink it. <laughs> I don't hoard it or anything. I the just whole drink bag it. one day. Oh, absolutely. It's great. It's fantastic. Now, do you do you drink your coffee black? Yes. Mostly because a while back. I was trying to cut down on my uh, sugar intake. Like the Beastie Boys song said, you know, I, I like my sugar with coffee and cream. So traditionally you would put oh, sugar in it. Oh, God. When, when, I, when I started, when I was doing the day job and I got started on coffee because I needed to stay awake, I – it was like – Because you were trying to have a life outside of work. Absolutely. Uh, I, 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 it was turned into like a dessert basically by the time I got done with it. 
It was like, it was like a liquefied tiramisu. Yeah, I, 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 I don't like the, the taste of coffee, so I never got that. I never got onto the caffeine side. Whenever I would ha- try to tempt coffee, it was basically beige. Yeah. And incredibly sweet by the time I was done with milk and sugar on it. Well, part of the problem is <clears throat> that, you know, there, there's no, until you've fooled around with making the coffee, because like, I've noticed that dropping the temperature down about 175 degrees really leaves out a lot of the harshness of it. So I could have like just stacked coffee grounds in the, in the AeroPress. And it don't, I don't feel like I'm, I'm drinking paint thinner. Yeah. But then I, you put them by your gums like chaw. <laughs> right. It's like you've been spying on me. <laughs> That's that's true. I do have that spittoon by my desk. Highly I caffeinated. Do. Highly caffeinated spittoon. Yes. As any, have you, you surely you've tried that. You've tried sucking on coffee grounds before. I know you must have been desperate at some point. No, no, actually, I haven't. I haven't. I had. A, I, have you I eaten had, beans? Uh, chocolate covered espresso beans. Yeah. But just raw, nothing, no chocolate, just out of the bag. Have you tried eating beans? Uh, no, not really. Because it's just, it, it tastes like cardboard. It's just like, oh, why did I do that? Ah. So, that's, that's beyond, that's beyond even my... Have you tried stuffing my, them up your nose? Uh, not since I was three. In your ears? Not since I was 25. On your armpits? Not since last week. Because I know you've tried these things in the past. Do things like ca- caffeinated soap work? Uh... Not really. I, I, I so doubt. So it's a gimmick. It's like bacon soup. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I doubt whether it would work on anyone without a tolerance because there's just so little of it. And I don't know how much of it actually gets absorbed through your skin. Um, are you supposed to, to curse up a storm and then have your mouth washed out? And that's how you, you know, I've never tried that. The directions didn't say to say fudge. Fudge. Who taught you that word? Where'd you hear that? <laughs> At Baskin Robbins. Was it Flick? I, I learned it from watching you. Oh, fudge. Thank you for producing Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Font. Christmas font. Uh, is that, are you, are you, are you trying to, to give the impression of super titles with, by just screaming Christmas font? Yeah. That's my new thing. That's the new wingdings. Did, uh, so do you now, do you have bringing it back, bringing it back, festive versions of your coffee? Do you like stick a candy cane in it or something like no. that? No, oh, no, no. Flavored coffee, no. No, no. You're not a flavored coffee person? No. You got like a little bit of vanilla in there? Or? No, no. The only, the, the, the most I'll do is. You've done chocolate. Oh, yeah. But, the, but I don't really go. The, no, now, there's coffee that you add something to once it is coffee. And then well, that's there's. That's what I meant. Like, would you stick a, would you stick a candy cane like as a swizzle stick? No, no. No, no, no. 
I'm just talking about, you know what I mean, when like when you have the hazelnut coffee or something where the flavor is added while it's still a bean. Oh, that's okay. Just, that's awful. Yeah. That's awful. But, like, for example, when I get, I have the Starbucks card, naturally, when I get enough points to get something free. Is that the Starbucks free, black card? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, the concierge one. Uh, the fixer. <laughs> Thank you. Right there. It's the one vein that hasn't collapsed. Uh, I'll usually go in and get like a venti white chocolate mocha with four extra shots of espresso. So that's like six total. Do they look at you in horror? No. No. I'm sure they see more than that. I doubt it. No, I, yeah, they, they don't seem very surprised. I think you're on the high end of sad. Oh, I've been that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you went cold turkey? Uh, when I had a kidney stone, because you're supposed to. How did that feel? Uh, the headaches were amazing. Now, by amazing, you're not meaning that in a positive way, I'm assuming. No, because I used the term headache, not head joy. Different thing entirely. I've never had head joy. Now, now, if you don't drink coffee, what do you do to stay awake? Cause you, you like, you don't sleep. Yeah. I just, you just watch, cause you watch everything. Yeah. There's, there's a little bit of that. But so how do you stay awake? You surely must supplement. No. No, you're just, you just have that much energy. Yeah. Can't you tell? Or, or is it, or do you run on just, I mean, I must anger. have an excess of energy. Based on just how much I weighed when you met me in over the years to be able to function, I must have had extra energy that now that that's gone. You, you stored it in limbo and now you're, you're drawing upon it when necessary. Yes. Like cloak. <laughs> uh, well, would you like you... to take a trip through my awake? Through your awake? I was gonna think, what was that? That's the pocket dimension of energy that I. Again, like the awake force. That's, you can give it to others. Yes, the waking force. The waking force. Either that or it's a, it's a terrible early 90s Saturday morning animated cartoon. Yeah, it, it, well, you know what? It's, it's, uh, the, uh, never released James Bachman novel. Or do you mean Richard Bachman? Richard Bachman. <laughs> Go back, who's, fix that in post. James, James Bachman. You don't know there's not a James Bachman. We don't know how many how many names he's written under. Oh, wouldn't it be great if that was like his his uh uh Billy Carter? James Bachman. He's an English comedian. You uh you read my brother's books? <laughs> that asshole. And now he gets released. You wrote that book thinner? I wrote that book awake. The guy touching people going, eh, wake up. <laughs> wake up. That sounds horrific. Never took off. I can see why not. What was that two-part book? That he wrote one as Bachman and one as himself. Oh, The Regulators in Desperation. What was the, the gimmick behind that? What was the deal? Uh, I believe it was the same cast of characters, but in a different book. 
and one sold. Yes. <laughs> when the, when did the when was the Bachman jig up? When did that happen? Uh, you know, for anyone I, who doesn't know. Yeah. For books, what he didn't want to release under his name. No, no. Basically, there used to be a thing where publishers said, "Don't flood the market with your." Yeah. So he yeah. was he was too which productive. Why, yeah, which is why Dean Koontz has more. If you if you think Stephen King is crazy prolific, look up Dean Koontz and his pseudonyms. He's got I don't know how many of them, but his are like Kane Doontz and things that you would never think that oh, were not him. No, no, no. He's he's got some. I don't think. I, I don't I don't think we actually know what all of them are. And and but, Roger Hoontz. Uh, let's see. And Gene Hoontz. Uh, let's see. Shit. What was the Okay. Um basically after the four books which were released as the Bachman books, and this is from Wikipedia, which is always right. Um a, a, a DC not comics Washington bookstore clerk noted similarities between the writing styles, and he went to the publisher's records at the Library of Congress, which um, basically had King named as the author. And he wrote to King's publishers and saying, "What do I do with this?" <clears throat> um, you two weeks keep it quiet. <laughs> we'll send someone around in a van. Um. But no, he, uh, King telephoned the guy personally and said he should write an article about how he discovered the truth and allowed himself to be interviewed. And, uh, apparently Misery was supposed to have been a Bachman book. Um, and 85 is when it became known that he was Bachman. Are any so there you Bachman go. movies good? Hmm. Well, they've only done like The Running Man and The Dark Half, right? And, and Thinner. Oh, right. Thinner. I keep forgetting Thinner was that. Yeah. Thinner. Um, what was, what was? Oh my gosh. All my latex is coming off. <laughs> um, I lost another pillow today, dear. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, no, Thinner was not very good. Running Man, not good. Although Richard Dawson was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? It, you know what? It was eighties schlock good. That's true. That's true. And Dark, Dark Half was actually a King book. So, so yeah, I think there's only been two movies. So, is there any King story that you really would still like to see adapted? Ooh. Uh, well, all the rights have been sold. Uh, even to the, the one that I had not sold, which was Jerusalem's Lot, which was from Night Shift. And I believe that's been sold as well. Uh, <clears throat> it, it, even that, oh, I guess that was adapted, that weird story with the uh, the finger coming out of the drain. Wasn't that for like uh, one of the anthology shows TV on shows? like Showtime or yeah, Cinemax, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, I think so. What was the name of that? Uh, the Moving Finger. Is that it? Yeah, I believe so. Knuckle McGee. <laughs> that's that's the Stephen, Saturday morning animated cartoon version. Stephen King's Knuckle McGee. Hi, everybody. I'm Knuckle McGee. Look over here in the drain. 
Dark, I'm going to teach you a lesson about being scared of the dark. I'm gesturing to you with my one finger. Bet you don't know which finger it is. I'll show you where. I got a poker stop down here. Uh, 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 uh. What was that? Uh. <laughs> Wait, is that the finger poking somebody to death? Nakogami. Is that where you fold a finger into the shape of a swan? Yeah, whatever whatever you want. <laughs> Look, it's a unicorn. It's all a dream. It's a shame she won't live. But Ooh. then again, who does? Pull my finger. It's long. And then the pipes rattle. <laughs> Excuse me. Ooh. You've never met Stephen King, right? Yeah, I have. You have? When? Book signing? He, uh, no, no, he, he came uh, to Atlanta when his show, Ghost Brothers, uh, the, the musical he was working on with John Cougar Mellencamp opened. And Ghost Brothers! Oh yeah! It's the Ghost Brothers! It was, it was really bad. Sometimes Ghost! Well, All time brothers! Oh yeah! Ghost Brothers! That's how it went, right? That that's the theme song again to the Saturday morning animated cartoon version. Little Diddy about Ghost Brothers. Stephen King's Ghost Brothers this fall on ABC. Two dead men who are also brothers. Why didn't that ever take off? Okay, so he came because, to Atlanta. So because for a basically press? what you just sang was better than the musical. Oh. So that was so he did press for the opening, or you? No, no, it was the, it was at the gala for the opening. Ooh, the gala! The gala. When was this? How long ago? Oh God, when was it? A few years back. How young were you? Oh no, I wasn't. I was this is maybe like five, six years ago. Oh, okay. So so sixty five. Yeah, but a young sixty five. I know. You know, looking good for sixty five. Not a day over sixty two. Um. No free no, coffee it, for you. Yeah, seriously. No, it was just a very brief, shook his hand, told him that I liked his work. That was it. It was one of those things where it was like, okay, I'm never going to have an opportunity to shake this man's hand again. I'm going to go up and shake his hand. That's it. So that's pretty much what I did. Oh, you totally should have done the dead zone face when you shook his hand. <laughs> he, he was He was not in the mood. Really? Was he was he at the end of his rope? Well, it's just okay. So you're Stephen King, you're in a big ballroom full of people, all of whom want to say shit to you. And he doesn't strike me as the giant party type. So I'm sure he was, you know, ready to get back to the hotel. Maybe everyone's got him wrong. Maybe he is the party type. Maybe he just wants someone to ask him, "You want a party?" Maybe, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of how he would interpret that, and I don't think he uses that stuff anymore. You want to go party, Mister Man? Want to be a dirty bird? Oh wow, <laughs> that's not right. That's not right at all. <laughs> And he said, Widge? <laughs> Tangela? Tangela? Let's do it. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. 
And what, so what that's your, how the musical started. Uh, what is your? I we, we never. So what is your festive drink? Do you eggnog? Do you do you do anything? I know well, you for, drink liquor now. Do you have a, a? How do you sit and reflect on the season by a fireplace? Uh, scotch. Yeah, but what about at Christmas? Scotch. <laughs> what about on a Tuesday? Scotch. What about right now? Uh, I just finished a pint of beer. Oh, man. Literally just finished it. What, as I was making that statement? Yes. <laughs> well, totally serious. Another round. It's on me. Yeah. I bet it is. Ask no, I'm, I'm good. Although, although. You've always was... been drinking, Mr. Torrance. Mr. Torrance never wants a second cup at home. The white zone is for immediate loading, unloading of podcasts only. There is no recording in the white zone. What do you think they did the the season they came back to the Shining Hotel? The season they came back? You mean the second season? There was a second season? Is this a Steven Weber thing that they do in Under the Dome with the Shining miniseries? they, They totally did. Oh, my God. What happened? Who's moving in now? Was it, was it, so, so there was another family after the Torrances, like, uh, the Ropers. No, it's like an undead faulty towers. That actually sounds like a great show. (laughs) (laughs) All work and no play. Denny. Can you, can, can you just imagine John Cleese playing the scene with um, the former caretaker in the restroom where he's going, no, no, I know you. You, you murdered your wife and children. That thing. As, as Basil Fawlty. And Manuel. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I know you. Oh my! Now you're not going to get that out of your head. You're welcome. That, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. That that's that's a that's a red nose UK thing waiting to happen. Isn't everything? Not everything. So scotch is your drink. Would you ever? I've no. I don't. Oh, I don't. Oh, I, do, I have lots either. of other drinks. I, I have know. lots of other drinks. Well, we're talking but, festive. But uh, I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't drink, uh, never have eggnog. So that, that's off the table. I don't drink alcohol. Listen, if it's off the table, then maybe you've been drinking because you shouldn't knock drinks off the table. Have you ever, there's so many, so many problems I have with balance and spatial awareness. I, I know. (laughs) Or spatial awareness. I've totally met you. Um, Uh, Thank you. So so what so what do you drink to be festive if you can't have eggnog? Basically hot chocolate. Okay, that's festive. Ooh, you ha- just, have you ever done like a festive Arnold Palmer and done like a fifty-fifty uh, coffee and hot chocolate? Mm, no, not especially. But it, I mean, it'd just be like, like coffee and chocolate, which I have had before. Yeah, but this is different. This is using hot chocolate powder. Now, oh, now I have put hot chocolate powder in like brownies and stuff just because. Could you actually, when you're grinding the beans, mm-hmm. put the, put like a spoonful of the hot chocolate powder in the grinder so it's mm. all mixed together? 
See, I don't, I, I don't know what that would do to the grinder. And I mean, you quit. It would take forever to get the chocolateness out of the grinder, and you don't always want chocolate in your coffee. You don't know until you have it. Now, but have you have you tried hot chocolate by and like putting a little cinnamon or even something spicier into the mix? I haven't, but what I did try last year. Oh dear! Is you ready for this? I don't know, but do it. Do it anyway. Very hot, hot chocolate. Yeah. And into the hot chocolate. <clears throat> yeah. Dropped in and allowed an to, and allowed to dissolve. An orphan. I thought you said morphine, uh, which would have been great too. You're right. When you want to mellow out your holiday, <laughs> it's the holiday drip. Uh, a York peppermint patty. Really? Yes. And how was it? It was excellent. Did, did it take you to a special place, like in the commercials? It did. Oh, I felt, I felt so frosty. Narnia. Did it taste like Turkish delight? Doesn't everything at the holidays? Oh, God. When you're being chased by a nymph? Uh, it sounds like you're having a different holiday than the rest of us. Her name is Maxine. We're she going to the weekends. She only chases people on the weekends for money. It's just chasing... I don't care what Aslan thinks. What a big pussy. Stick in the mud. Yeah. Got put a, that cat on the table again. Got an Aslan complex. That one, huh? That's that's even worse than an Oedipal complex. So he's prophes- table this and table that. You're prophesied to sleep with a lion. Hope you survive. One day that table is going to come back to haunt you. Yeah, yeah, you thinly disguised Jesus metaphor. Oh, not even thinly. Merry Christmas! Yay! (laughs) So, 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 what would the Krampus version of of Aslan be? Like that's like like the scar. What? Yeah. What if what if Scar was in Narnia? There that fan fiction must exist, right? That must exist. Be festive. <laughs> That's such a great song. <clears throat> not uh not sung by Jeremy Irons. What? No. It is sung by Jim Cummings. As Jeremy Irons. Uh-huh. Oh. Did I just ruin it for you? Oh, that's my world destroyed. Sorry. You are not. You're never sorry when you destroy my world. Sorry. I'm totally sorry, Tangela. Oh, I'm so going to nail this. Uh, this is this impression's mine. Oh, I see. Oh, you had to look. You didn't believe me? No, no, no. I was just looking it up. Well, first of all, no, because I've met you. And. Oh. Apparently, yeah, because I Jerry Irons got vocal problems. Attention. I was now, as a warthog's backside. Now here, but uh, sick as you said. are, pay attention. Well, hang on, hang on. That it says here on Wikipedia, which is always right, um, that basically he Jim, Jeremy Irons had vocal problems during the recording, so Cummings came in and replaced him for the rest of the song. 
So I'm like, is sure. part of it Jeremy Irons? No. You had to do it. You had to do it. It's clear from your vacant expressions. The lights are not all on upstairs. But that we're is- talking kings and successions. What's the next? Come on. Even you can't be caught unawares. Of course. It's a great song. So prepare for a chance of a life. Yep, Jim Cummings, Winnie the Pooh. And one of my favorite two. one of my favorite memes of, of recent recent months has been a picture of a bunch of stuffed animal scars and toy scars from the Lion King. And the caption is, You wanna know how I got all these scars? Oh. Yeah, that's I know. That's fantastic. I know that your powers of retention. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> What's the most that, wonderful thing about Tiggers? That that would be great though, because they've had, um, you know, one of the one of these uh, animation or Disney cons to have Jim Cummings sing that in one of his other voices, because they've been di- they've been Dark they gave King like Duck? the voice. They've been, yeah, sure. They've, they've given, uh, the Haunted Mansion intro to, uh, the voice of Ursula, which was fantastic. Um. Wait, what? Have you not seen this? The, the actress who voiced Ursula from Cat Little Carol. Mermaid. Yeah. They handed her, um, oh, at the a opening... convention. I thought, yes. it's ride? What? No, 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 no. At, okay. at one of the conventions. So I'm just, I'm saying you could do the same thing. And of course, the, um, the one where Maurice LaMarche and, um, oh, shit. The other actor from Pinky and the Brain. You know them. You know all these people. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, Rob Paulson. Yeah. Did the, uh, did the Darf. Pulp Fiction, did the Pulp Fiction, uh, Royale with Cheese bit. Oh, really? Which is great. Who played who? Uh, I think Maurice LaMarche was the, I think the brain was the Sam Jackson character. So Orson Welles was Sam Jackson. Yes. And, and towards the end, they actually started cursing, which was great. And don't forget, Maurice LaMarche also played Orson Welles in Ed Wood. Although the body was Vince D'Onofrio. The kingpin. Yes. It was a great kingpin, by the way. Kingpin. Who's like constantly constipated. Actually, you know what? You know, I think, I think. He doesn't drink enough fluid, and he's trying to pass a kidney stone for his entire performance. Big-ass kidney stone. Well, he should have drank more water. And that, you know what the problem is? You've passed a kidney stone before. I have. How would you describe the pain? Uh, Passing it was fine. Up until passing it was pretty awful. Uh, My understanding is that uh, women who have given birth to children and also had a kidney stone would rate a kidney stone worse than giving birth to children. And I've heard that from doctors. I'm not making that shit up. Well, you also don't get a kid out the other side. So What's yeah, I know. So yeah, I know there's nothing. It's just awful. all that effort for nothing. Absolutely. And you know, unless you raise that kidney stone, but you know what it is. The kingpin has a kidney stone that was exposed to the Terrigan mist. So it's actually an inhuman kidney stone. Uh, there, I just I just wrote uh, season uh, four of Agents of and Shield, it's, and it's called Cockjaw. Oh, wow. Huh? Huh? Does it teleport? Does it teleport? If only it did. So it has no powers whatsoever. It's the power to inflict pain. 
But when, it has to now, be inside you to do it. Now, when did it hit you? Because a friend of mine, it hit him while he was driving. That that would that would been that would have been bad. And I think he he desperately tried to make it. It was on the highway. Oh shit! Tried to make it over to the shoulder and just called nine one one from the highway shoulder. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, it 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 got me at home, and I had no idea what was happening because I had never had a kidney stone before. Did no idea. I'm and, having a heart attack in my crotch. Yeah, I it was. No, it wasn't. It wasn't even. It wasn't even the crotch. It was. It was like the lower back. It was the lower back where it was hurting. So it's like. Did it feel like someone stabbed you or shoved a hot poker in your back? It was just. It was. It was. It was sharp and painful. Randomly, it felt like. And the worst part. So it wasn't like was a you, rhythmic throbbing or something. No, like no, that. no, no. Like randomly, like like you know, like false sense of oh maybe it's past. It was pain as remixed by Skrillex, is I think what I'm trying to say. Oh, that's a special uh, kind of pain. I know, seriously, with a terrible haircut. But the problem was, the worst part was, you know how when your body gets uncomfortable, it will it will automatically try to shift positions to fix it, right? It's 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 almost involuntary. There's no way to become comfortable, so I could not stop moving. I was constantly trying to shift positions. Cause it hurt so much. And so I would just, I looked like I was having some kind of junky shuffle all over my body to the point where we went to the emergency room and the nurse pretty much took one look at me and said, yeah, let's go ahead and get you back. Cause she could just tell what it was. And you're like, yes, they, take my back. Take it. Take it. No, they, they kept giving me morphine because it's not just caffeine. I have a high tolerance for medication and, and they gave you the plunger. They, oh, no, they didn't give me the plunger because God knows what I would have done with it. But they yes, did sir, give me the maximum thumb. the maximum dosage of morphine that they could safely give me. And I could still feel it. And the nurse was like, you could still feel that? And I remember this is one of the few memories I have because then I like fell asleep and slept for three hours because I was just exhausted from not being in constant movement for like the last hour. I remember saying to the nurse, yes. But I no longer care. <laughs> because please put that the morphine stone one day. I know, that, really, that be, seriously. Write that down. Make a note of that right now. Uh, now, what, is there a morphine uh, distribution system at my tombstone? Just for visitors? Kind of, is that, is yeah. that the incentive? Oh, absolutely. You got to have some incentive. No one's going to come visit my ass otherwise. Oh, is your ass sticking up too? No, because that would be that would be bad. That kick, would be that would be worse than a lion. It'd be what? Little kick me sign. <laughs> no, that's what I have in life. That's that's my tramp stamp is the kick me sign. Frankly, it's it's how he wanted to go out. <laughs> Being kicked in the ass. No, ass first. Oh. Merry Christmas, everybody! Ah! <laughs> What's oh. a football? Oh, dear God. Oh, yes. Indeed. What? Huh? I don't know. I don't do something I've heard in passing. Uh, <laughs> get passing it? Because of the stones? Yeah, ah! I know. Ah! I was totally on board with that. <laughs> uh, we... I was right on track with you. Get it? Track? Oh, track. oh yes. Oh. <laughs> 
This is good. We should do these every couple of years. I wish we still had some morphine. What? Uh, so how long did it take you to decide before you were going into the hospital? How long did you sit with the pain? Oh, it might pass. Oh, whatever. Oh, uh, no. Like 30, maybe 45 minutes. That's it. Because it was because it was building. I mean, it wasn't like wham. It was like, what the fuck is that? And then it felt like, you know, I was just having like stomach trouble, like I'd eaten something bad. And then it just kept getting worse and worse and more intense. And then it was like, all right, I have no idea what the hell is happening, but we we have exhausted all ideas. We're now going to the emergency room. So, yeah, very unpleasant. I don't recommend it. So the Yelp it, reviews, the Yelp reviews for kidney stones, fucking horrible. So it was a catch 22 for you though, because you passed the stone and you're like, finally my nightmare's over. And then you were told to lay off the caffeine. No, no, no. It's, it was, uh, to, to help pass it, you lay off the caffeine. Ah. Yes. So once it was out, you're like, I'm going to build me a new one, better, stronger, faster. Oh shit. Yeah. There's a picture of me. Uh, uh, like holding up a, I think it was like a Jolt Cola above my head, like Sweeney Todd with the razor saying at last my arm is complete again. Oh, I thought you were talking. It was, it was a lot of the photos they posed when you were knocked out of the morphine. No, those are completely different. And you have, those are on a pay site. Put his hand here. Again? He did that just last week for free. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. It is the season. It is a season for giving. Not, not for forgiving, but just forgiving. Everyone needs a hand. But we won't say where. For the holidays. It's a two, what was, what was it you said? It was a two man one hander? Yes. That, that's, that's a, that's another viral video that you shouldn't watch online. That's our that's our uh, charity that we started. Remember, handy for the holidays. <laughs> Getting a hand up. Yeah, we're we're helping people. We're reaching out a hand, and, and then we're helping, helping people. Yeah, we're we're helping make people happy. No, that's you know what it is. It's groping for charity. We want you to go around, and just like people sponsor you to do a walk or a run, sponsor you for a grope. How many people in public just slap the shit out of you? Have your friends give a dollar, two dollars, even 50 cents. It adds up. I mean, come on. It's for charity. It is a season of grope. (laughs) That's your second, that's your second uh, volume of your memoirs, isn't it? It's a season of grope, Tangela. Season of grope. How do you say season of grope in Latvian? Yeah. It's a very a nuanced of, language. It's a like, I know, it's like it, aloha. It is. It is. I almost caught I almost caught the the tiny little uplift kind of like Tangela but even more subtle. It is the white light of grunts. It contains all greetings. The white light of grunts is going to be the name of my next uh next solo album. Yeah, speaking of which, 
Anything you want to plug for the holidays? That's also what is done traditionally during a holiday special. That is true. Huh? That is huh? true. Segway. Well, segway. So, so we, have to, we have to kind of predict what we're going to do between now. Oh. Now and then. You, uh, you may have things coming out. I may have things coming out. That's true. How vague <laughs> do we have to be right now? I, I, yeah, we, we may have things coming out, and we're on morphine until they do. Um, so I think, uh, yeah, I think you should come to uh, needcoffee.com, which is where I generally put stuff, or follow me on Facebook or Twitter. I generally preach about stuff there. You're at uh, Widget. On the I am Twitter. at Widget with two Ts, and you can find me on Facebook by just Googling Widget with two Ts. Look for the bearded one that's ugly. And he means W I D G E T T, not yes. widget with two T's. Oh. Yeah, that's true. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta that be That is very for the, uh, uh, that's the, that's Lip- the pay site. That's, that's the, the one that's site. sponsored by Lipton. Yeah. And by that, you mean James Lipton. Your two fisted T's, fool. <laughs> that's a noir novel waiting to happen. <laughs> two fisted T's. I call this he one wa- mom and this one other mom. He he wanted her for for sympathetic reasons. Respect your mom. All right, now you're turning into you're turning into Mr. T, who's a butterfly on T ads. Hey. Now you just sound like Tony Danza who needs a lozenge. Hey. <laughs> That's Latvian. What is it Latvian for? T. Oolong. <laughs> Oolong specifically. Yeah, that's why it was so long. Is is Oolong the national tea of Latvia? Ooh. No, the national tea of Latvia is Mr. T. Please. Fool. How long do you steep <laughs> Mr. T? As long as he needs. I pity the fool who tries to put me in the in the bin. You steep him in a gold polish. I'm so proud of us right now. <laughs> Merry a, Christmas, everybody! It is, it is a season of miracles. It is because <laughs> Mr. T, Mr. T was the one who showed up with the gold. You better believe it. No, I think he showed up to to get the gold. <sighs> I'll take this. I'll make something nice out of it. And that's where all the change came from. Ah, oh, you're ruining the Mr. Come, T Christmas and he story. Had to come there on a camel because he doesn't fly. Had to ruin the Mr. T Christmas story. Is nothing sacred with you? The Ken Plume story. Yeah, but we know how that ends. <gasps> oh, Don't spoil I it. To tell you. Oh, yeah, sorry. Please. Sorry. So uh, I'm on Twitter at Ken Plume, uh, and they can also go to uh, I guess KenPlume.com or uh, oh, there's a Patreon too. If they want to support other other things, uh, patreon.com slash Ken Plume. And I think at some point in the future, uh, there's going to be an Art of the Venture Brothers book coming out. Really? I co-wrote with uh, Doc Hammer and Jackson Public. That sounds amazing. That's good. How, how many pages is it going to wind up being? A lot. That, that, that sounds like a lot. Is with, that a lot? With art? And words, 
so much, so much words and art, art and words in a book that people can get at some point from Dark Horse. The people who bring you art and words. Yes. Not, the home of art and words. That's their tagline. Not the Dark Horse that brought you George Harrison albums. Although they were pretty good, too. They were great, but different Dark Horse. Different, completely different. Give although Art of the Venture Brothers, not Peace and Love. Although, just, you know, imagine if uh, George Harrison had uh, produced the Mystery Men film. Oh. The soundtrack would have been a lot different. It would have been so much criticism. So much snark. Here comes the fun. Do, 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 do. Here comes no. the fun. And I say, eh. Which is Latvian for Mr. Merry Penn. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you have a lot of exciting things. I hope, I hope at some point at Christmas time when they hear this in the future, that's there now, the present. Yeah, me too. That uh, there are things that they can see that you've talked about. Yes, th they will all be there. In that place where you describe the talking place. Yes. For announcements of things that will have been done and have are done. And, and are thus talked about in the place of talking. And that's really cool, that stuff. Oh, yeah, I think so. I'm excited just thinking about it. It is to like. It is. I'm so excited. I, I forget. I forget. How do we? How do we get out of this? I think we cut to a song after saying goodbye to everyone. But I don't oh, know. I haven't right. done this in a while. The song. Oh, that's right. We are going to cut to the song. Yeah. This is. Oh, thank God. Our, I'm glad you remembered. This is our like big variety show smash. It's definitely a smash. We we broke a lot of things. Absolutely. All the rules. All the and rules of the holidays. And our vocal cords. Oh, we did so many awful things. We for did. For you as a gift. And are we sorry? Are we? The gift of the Madge. Why? Did that work? That worked, right? Let's say that worked. Sure. That's, that's fine. Okay. So let's say goodbye to everyone. Goodbye to everyone. Goodbye. And we'll see you for Arbor Day. Uh, plant a tree. Yeah, and then maybe it'll grow into a podcast. And and send us a letter on it. And chop it down, you lying bastard. Our forefathers. Yeah, I know. That's a total reference. That's a Hamilton reference, isn't it? Oh. Is that is that the George Washington swinging an axe song? Oh, absolutely. That was That's my the, favorite. Sung to the tune of uh the the Paul Bunyan song from Disney, right? Absolutely. George Washington, swinging that axe with his blue ox, John Adams. That would make the John Adams miniseries on HBO go a lot faster. Still played by Paul Giamatti. Absolutely. Looking like a blue it. version of Hellboy. Oh, now you're talking. <laughs> is that is that the Hellboy that has the electrical powers? Yes, yes. Oh, oh, thank you for Nerds. that reference to an awful, awful period in our history. Nerds.
total nerds. So bye, everybody. Bye. See you next time. Feliz Christmas, Dodd. And that's Latvian for what? Yeah. Tangela. If I had a million dollars If I had a million dollars Well, I'd buy you a house I would buy you a house And if I had a million dollars If I had a million dollars Buy you furniture for your house Maybe a nice Chesterfield or an ottoman If I had a million dollars If I had a million dollars Well, I'd buy you a K-car A nice Reliant automobile And if I had a million dollars I'd buy your love Join in young If I had a million dollars, I'd build a tree fort in our yard. If I had a million dollars, you could help. Why, you take me that part. You enjoy that. This is us together. If I had a million dollars, chew that and enjoy it. Put a little tiny fridge in there somewhere. Wouldn't that be fabulous? What? Yeah. Like open the fridge and stuff. There'd be all kinds of foods laid out. Right. We could. A kid could find his way into the fridge and shut himself inside. Oh, like a Punky Brewster. Right. Or like Indiana Jones. Oh. Well, maybe they'd be safe on the atom bomb. Yeah, maybe. If I had a million dollars. If I had a million dollars. Well, I'd buy you a fur coat. But not a real fur coat. That's cruel. If I had a million dollars If I had a million dollars Well, I'd buy you an exotic pet Mmm, like a llama or an emu If I had a million dollars If I had a million smackers Well, I'd buy you John Merrick's remains Yeah, all them crazy elephant bones And if I had a million dollars together I'd buy your love. Okay. If I had a million dollars, I wouldn't have to walk to the store. No, we wouldn't. If I had a million dollars, take a limousine because it costs more. Of course. And if I had a million dollars, I wouldn't have to eat craft dinner. Yeah, but we would eat craft dinners. Of course we would. I know. That shit's amazing. I know. It's awesome. You ever had it? Yeah, especially with barbecue sauce. Oh, with barbecue. Wait, that's just disgusting. No, it's not. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Want some now. Yeah, try some. Good for you. If I had a million dollars. If he had a million dollars. Well, I'd buy you a green dress. But not a real green dress, that's cruel. Is it? If I had a million dollars. If Ken had a million dollars. Well, I'd buy you some art. Right, like a Picasso or a Garfunkel. Art? If I had a million dollars. If he had a million dollars. Well, I'd buy you a monkey. 
Haven't you always wanted a monkey? Mike Nesbitt, if I had a million dollars. If he died by your love, come on. Love, 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 love. If I had a million dollars, we should that together. If I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, it'd only be worth twelve dollars. Well, that's if we had to convert it. Why not? Still, pretty much would uh, be rich. Rich? Yeah, sure. That's rich. Is it? Yes. I kind of want an Art Garfunkel painting now. Do you? No. With barbecue sauce? Mm. No. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Boy, I think I think we're out. That was a good. That I was think, a good. Yeah, no, I think that was a good. That was a good out. Ah, let's do this again sometime. So when is Arbor Day? When is Arbor Day? March? Arbor Day. March? I'm going to say March. Shouldn't you plant a tree in the right before spring? Isn't that the thing? Something. I don't know. Uh, Arbor Day around the world. Wow. Uh, what is it? Every year on the last Friday in April. So there you go. Oh. Wait, it is a civic holiday in Nebraska? What the hell? Well, they need the trees. They're terribly flat. Apparently. So, yeah. So, Arbor Day. So, we should record the Arbor Day special in, like, November. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Christmas. When we put this one up. Can we do that? It's, you know, it's, sure. it's about what? About a, a, a four, it's a four-month time shift. I think that yeah. works. Yeah. So, so now all we got to do is post a picture of ourselves to Twitter Wearing something Christmassy and festive and then never mention it again. Can we just hold up a sign saying something Christmassy and festive? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm game, I'm game for that. I, I might have something festive around. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I think you might. I, well, I just, it, stuff gets packed away. I don't yeah, know. I know. This... You've got, you've got about three of those pods in the front yard. <sighs> I, I, maybe I'll just hold up that sign. Okay. And then, uh, so, uh, I guess I'll, I'll put the, the file together. All right. And, uh, I will get that to you, I guess, sometime in the next few months. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like I know what a tight schedule we're on. Oh, yeah. But you know what? This is, this is a schedule that actually suits us really well. Yeah. No, I like this. I, I like the fact <laughs> that there's no pressure. It's time shifted. And I think we 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 sold it. <laughs> I think we did this. I think we pulled I, it off. I think we did. It's it's scary but amazing. Uh, the original title for the show. Uh, yes. I sincerely enjoyed this. This was fun. Yeah, that no, was good. It was good, and 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 we're scheduled for December. So so my next one. Oh, it's so good. I want you to try that chocodile. I will. I want I want proof. I want a video of you shoving a chocodile into a cup of coffee. And then coming back thirty six hours later to see. Yes. Oh yeah. I want see what's I, left. Yeah, to, to to see and give it a name. Father Stan. Father You have come for me. Why do you forsake why are you drinking me? Roar father. For Griffin, do you love me now? Do you love me now? 
God. That's so wrong. <laughs> All right, we should hang up now before it gets worse. We should. Have a good evening, and I will talk to you soon. Later. All right, bye.